0: Play the fucking intro.
1: This is Dustin. And I'm Chris. And this is SLC Punkcast. Punkcast.
0: Yeah. This is episode 60. Chris, it is episode 60. That, is
1: that a milestone?
0: Is that why you're pausing? I, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> this is SLC Punkcast. We are a punk rock review and interview show, reviewing and critiquing all genres and subgenres of punk rock music. And um, we're gonna change up our uh, format today, just a just a little. Rather just... than rather than just interviewing a band, we're interviewing a, a media personality. How about that?
1: Right. That's a good title. Uh,
0: we're gonna be doing a quick interview with uh, Aaron Petty. Uh, of the Punk Lounge, of the Punk Lounge, and uh, of course, her, of her own accord as well. ErinPetty. You can go there and check out all of her uh, photographs. Pretty cool stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, we're going to be talking to her, like right directly here. We're going to talk about some new and upcoming albums, and uh, then we're going to drop into an interview. And then all of my picks today, Dustin, are, are ones that she actually made. You know, stuff that. Right. We've, ta- we, we've talked. We talked about during the interview, or that she, uh, you know, mentioned to me via email, messenger, whatever it's called. I don't know.
1: That's cool. I'm gonna do a bunch of picks from the South Pacific.
0: Yes. Uh, thank you for listening. You found us. Um, you know, Dustin, I was in a training today for my job, and they were talking about all the different multimedia forums that exist, and and I was like, yep, SLC Podcast is on that one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, of course, if you found us, uh, you could subscribe on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, Player FM, um, all sorts of other places that you could find podcasts. If you could find a podcast there, we're there. Um, don't forget to like, subscribe, do all those kinds of things. Of course, you could find us. On www.slcpunkcast.com And you can find me on social media At SLC Punk Chris I'm on Twitter At Another Punk SLC And Dustin is also the boss Of our um, social media For the Punkcast itself SLC Punkcast um, On Twitter and Facebook And Instagram Yes sir New and upcoming stuff, Dustin. Yes. That's
1: a long fucking list. I'll I'll cut it in half with you. I'll start off. Three Minute Riot, and they have uh, an EP that just came out called Three Minute Riot EP, and that was on July 25th. And then The Buzzkills, Chris is liking The Buzzkills, with major fucking complications. Major
0: fucking complications.
1: That's an EP that came out July 27th. American Television came out with Death to Fire single July 27th. Four Past Midnight with Withered Roses. That's also an EP, I believe. August 1st, Arch Rivals with a Constant State of War. That's August 2nd. Territories, self-titled territories on August 3rd. The Barstow Preachers with what, Chris?
0: Grazie, governo.
1: Yes, August 3rd. Pretty Vicious with Move. That's a single August 3rd. Crown Court, Mad in England is the single that they released on August 3rd. Chris Barrow's band with Live Fast, Die Old, August 3rd. Bass amp and Dano, I Hope You Die, which was a single, August 4th. Chris, take Swift the
0: rest. Swift Knuckle Solution, a self-titled album, August 7th. The Blanks, I Just Want to Slam, it's a single, August 10th. The Dropout Kings, the Audio Dope on August 10th. Suede Razors, all the hits and misses, August 10th. Existence, They Can't Control It, that's a single, August 10th. Crash the Calm, split with Staleworth on August 11th. Just Ice, Cosmic Latte, it's a promo on August 13th. Sheer Terror with Paul and the Family. Is that all in the family? But Paul, like but Paul, Paul Bear. Got it, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, that's August 13th. Berserker Boys, the Berserker Boys MLP, August 17th. Molly and the Krells losing friends on August 20th. Argyle Goolsby. Yeah. Hollow Bodies, August 21st. There you go. Love Goolsby. Yeah. Rat's Nest, uh, number two. Yep. August 25th. And The Swinging Utters with Love and Peace on August 31st. There is no way we got all of them. Tell us what we missed. Tell us what you know. Contact us. Hit us up on social media. Dustin, let's do an interview. Let's do it. Joining us from the Punk Lounge. Aaron, Aaron, how are you? Thank you for joining us on the podcast.
2: Thanks for having me. I'm doing well.
0: Aaron is a contributor for the Punk Lounge uh, E Zine. It's a magazine, but you know, on the internet. And uh, there's all sorts of different things there from music and music reviews and fashion. And uh, Aaron, we, we appreciate you joining us. Wanted to ask about some of the things that you do. If you could give us just a brief synopsis, what do you do? For the Punk Lounge.
2: I do a little bit of everything. Actually, I'm the editorial assistant, so I have our editor in hand. I do all the editing for everybody's you know, submissions that they bring in, mm-hmm. all the boring background stuff, so grammar checks, formatting, all that shit. That's Sorry.
0: Oh, you <laughs> um, can cuss. We're, we're listed <laughs> as explicit <laughs> on iTunes.
2: And then I do... Uh, you know, I do contribute myself as well. So I do um, music reviews, some editorial features, photography, and interviews. You know, all the, all the fun stuff, you know, I get to kind of
3: dabble in.
0: And of course, uh, two articles that are featured right now on thepunklounge.com is your covering, the, the your review of Grazie Governo, the Barstool Preachers' new album, and, and Out Come the Boobs, which uh, is about... Breastfeeding from very cool punk rock-inspired shirts.
2: Yeah, actually. And the one of the women who started out Outcome the Boobs is Hannah, which is TJ's sister. So it's kind of like a, a family affair, I guess, mm-hmm. <laughs> on the Punk Lounge right now. I interviewed Hannah. It was a, the first thing I did for the Punk Lounge. And about a week later, I was going to see the Barstool Preachers. They're opening up uh, for the Street Dogs. And I saw Hannah... Cause we had connected over social media after that, after I had interviewed her mm. and she was in, she flew up to surprise TJ in Philly. So I got to kind of meet her. So it was, it was really neat. So.
0: Very cool. Aaron, what do you find are some things that are difficult in interviewing bands? We we've interviewed 40 plus bands this last year that we've been doing our podcast now. What are some things that when you're interviewing bands, you struggle with?
2: Oh, my God, transitions from one question to the next, trying to make it kind of flow organically.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I am so awkward when it comes to talking to people, and it's just, oh, it's terrible. It's, it's a nightmare. Like, I apologize. I send them text messages after. I'm like, I'm so sorry, dude. Thank you. Thanks for putting up with me. <laughs> like, it's so awkward. But, yeah, transitions are my big thing.
0: What I find the hardest is negative answers, where when you ask something and you're hoping that it... I shouldn't say negative answers, Dustin. Maybe just too short of answers. Where, you, where you're hoping, hey, I'm going to ask you about this album that you just released. Tell us, what do you think about the album? It's great, mate. <laughs> and then it's just dead air and you're like, son of a bitch. Please, boys, give me something more. And it's And it's funny because there's been a couple bands that after we were done interviewing them... And we just, you know, chit-chatted with them on, you know, over our headsets because that's where we are. They're, they're totally like, yeah, t- oh, I'm going to tell you about this story. And it's like, where was that 10 minutes ago?
1: <laughs> yeah, like, when we were actually recording.
2: <laughs> I've, I've actually been really lucky. I mean, you, well, you guys got to interview TJ as well, so he talks a lot.
0: So, you know. <laughs> yeah,
1: that, know that, was that was a bad. good interview. That was very yeah. easy for us. Oh, yeah. I'm just sitting there for story time. We and, were like,
0: and here's the color red talk and and he did like 20 minutes and it's so great interviewing those bands because it's like i don't have to do anything and who was it that we interviewed dustin where it was like grandpa tell us about punk rock in 1977 and you and i were just listening Um, peter jones peter jones with from paranoid visions that was and we were just like tell us more about punk rock (laughs) and he just talked and he told us these amazing stories about just the origins of punk and, you know, how he got into it. And, and it was just so fascinating to have an opportunity to, to, to hear that. Is there anybody that yeah. you can think of that you've interviewed that it was just where you kind of got lost in story time?
3: There's, I'm actually
2: doing, um, I'm working on a feature uh, about American skinheads and, you know, how that whole thing started.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And so I've been able to interview a couple of people for that and that's been my like it hasn't really been musicians just people in the scene Mm -hmm. but i've been like so tell me what it was like back in the 80s like when you first became a skinhead and that was like that's my story time it's been (laughs) yeah a lot of uh i i I, some of them don't want me to use their names so i don't i can't really feel like i can't get names. but um yeah But but it's been good but tj's been like I, I will throw his name out there a lot, just because he's like been my favorite person to interview. Ben Coleman from Roadside bonds He he was a storyteller, also.
0: He was on our yeah. show as well. Yeah, we know the same yeah. people, Aaron. We're like <laughs> we're kindred spirits.
1: Yeah. TJ gave us a lot of shit. Did he give you a lot of grief while while doing the interview? He gave us a lot of shit. It, some of it wasn't while we were recording, but and it wasn't in a negative way. He just made us. Like, uh, is that what he said? And then he starts laughing.
2: <laughs> no, he was, he was pretty good with me. He he's, he's really, uh, he's been, he's been fun to talk to and I harass him a lot on messenger. So, you know, talking to him for the interview was pretty much pretty easygoing. He didn't give me much shit.
0: When you go to, when you go to live shows the other night you were at one and you were posting videos and going live on Facebook and I was watching it, pretending that I was somewhere else and enjoying it. And I think I even at one point was like, Aaron, do it again. When you go to shows, do you feel sometimes like you're working more than you're playing?
2: Well, so yes and no, but not for that reason. Normally I'm there because I go with my husband to every show and that's his release time. So Mm -hmm. I'm taking pictures, but really I'm just babysitting him. So (laughs) I... (laughs) So I always tell him like, drink as much as you want, especially, like, TBR, Miller Lights, they're, like, $3 beers, so drink what you want, I'll drive home. So, it's, yeah, I work, but just to babysit. Yeah.
0: Dustin, <laughs> I think, when we go to shows, I think that he's working.
1: I'm taking the pictures, doing video, posting stuff in between bands, still enjoying everything, but not not quite to the extent that Chris is enjoying it. Yeah.
0: Nice. <laughs> A little bit different. It was weird because that show that I went to this last weekend, I I went solo. I went without Dustin. Why? Well, actually, I went with Mark. Mark who, Hardcore. Uh, you know, and he contributed to the show here, and and is uh, is working him into the into the rotation. But uh, him and I were there, and he was just getting drunk and dancing. And I was like, Well, yeah. now I have to do show stuff, and I'm like <laughs> posting shit, and I'm like, This is fucking work. Yeah. Poor Chris. It's
2: fun. Though. I like it. I'm. I'm very socially awkward, so I like hiding behind the camera. So to me, that's not work at all.
0: It's where you'd rather be or where you would be anyways? Yeah. You're one of those people that talks on the phone, pretends you're talking on the phone to get out of people talking to you, huh?
2: I don't even like talking on the phone. This is a, you know, so interviewing and this is a big thing. I'm that texting person. I'm like, oh, just text me. Just email me, text me.
3: I'll get back to you out.
0: We could we could do a we could do an interview uh, just you know via text and we could just list the the text that would be. I'll play the part of Chris and he God, can read not, your off. your answers <laughs> coming across. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> yes with the proper accent
0: right now you guys are covering uh, rebellion fest do you have somebody over there watching rebellion fest or are you kind of covering it from afar like we are
2: well actually the punk lounge is a uk-based publication so they are all they're all over there i'm one of very few here and jenny and Nikki are the two women who started the punk lounge mm-hmm. uh, but jenny also co-founded rebellion so we're tied in with that pretty heavily we actually have a contest going on right now. If you go to the Punk Lounge site, you register, go to the Facebook site, like it, and share it, um, we are giving away two tickets for Rebellion for next year.
0: Ooh! No, Dustin. So <laughs> Dustin's like, we're going I'm to Rebellion next year, no matter what. And I'm like, I don't know if I yeah. can convince my wife to let me leave America. <laughs>
2: I told I told my husband, I was just like, dude, I'm going whether you go with me or not. So if you're coming, <laughs> you better make sure you have vacation time. Nice. Yeah, cause I won't miss it again. Like, I was so gutted just not getting to go this year.
0: What are some things that you do on the website in order to get or I guess not on the website, but with social media in order to get new viewers, new readers um, what are some uh, maybe things that you 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 gals have figured out hey that 's a great way to get content to more people because it seems like the punk scene is very uh, i don 't know uh, stratified and it 's hard to to kind of reach everybody what are what are some ways that you you gals have uh, been able to get information to a lot of people
2: really a lot of this sort of stuff just collaborations with record labels um artists themselves because we cover a lot of artists who i mean really aren't signed to a label yet so Mm -hmm. it's just word of mouth like you know we'll do something for them and then they share it they get whoever they can to share it you know it's just a lot of a lot of sharing (laughs) but that's it like you know when i when i do my interviews with uh you know, any of the Pirates Press people, or if I do any reviews or anything like that, it's, you know, that's when I went to, um, actually reached out to Eric from Pirates Press. I was like, look, dude, we, we would like to increase our readership in the U.S. You know, if we do stuff for you, will you kind of promote the Punk Lounge? So it's kind of like, you know, just what we've... Right. What we're trying to do to kind of... Because like you said, it's hard to kind of break through. It's very pockety almost. Right. I mean, it's just really... Yeah, punk is very hard to break into other areas from where you're directly at.
0: Aaron, you gave me a list of some music you're listening to right now. From The Hanging Judge, Drink and Destroy Crew, The Pint Killers, Mad Caddies, Barstool Preachers. What are some bands that have brought you into punk rock? What were... Young Aaron, what was young Aaron listening to that brought you into this?
2: <laughs> so, my music history kind of sucks. When I first started, when I was young, like when I was little, like 11, 12, 13, like, you know, that preteen, very influential, mm-hmm. I listened to Off Ivy because mm-hmm. everybody in punk, that's how they got started. But then, like, Rancid, Dancehall Crashers, a lot of Green Day, Offspring. Um, <laughs> it went 94, so, you know, it's okay. And then I kind of, as I got older, stepped away from the punk scene, and I got into this weird alternative indie gross phase. And then,
0: did you say bush <laughs> then, phase?
2: Yeah, this indie gross phase.
0: Yeah, and I then, I was um, into that. Oh yeah, I had the was, I had yes. like the weird flannel. I smelled bad. I was oily. <laughs> Oh yeah. yes, um, Dustin yeah. went. Dustin, you go through I that mean, phase? I, uh,
1: no, I, I wasn't I, ever I, oily or, or smelly. <laughs> Maybe a metal phase of sort, like a right. hard rock metal, but not not oily.
2: No, yeah, I still have mad love for like Nirvana and Alice in Chains and all those grungy bands I listened to. But yeah, I kind of got away from like punk for a while, and then when I got together with my husband, we sat in Korea. We were over in Korea while he was over there, and. We just got wasted, like, I mean, drunk out of our minds, wasted. And we both took our iTunes playlist and we were like, let's have a music night. And we listened to like 3,000 songs of just all my crappy crap and his punk music. And I was like, I forgot I loved this stuff so much. And then it was, I was back into punk. So.
0: <laughs> Welcome back. Everybody has some other phase, or, you know, we, we talk about guilty pleasures, you know, the things that definitely aren't punk that we enjoy listening to. And, you know, Bush is okay. Bush. <laughs> <laughs> my wife teases me because we'll put on, like, the radio in the car because she gets wore out from punk rock. I'll, I'll play that night and day in the car if she let me. But And we'll put on, like, an alternative rock station, and I'm singing every song. But they're all, like, depressing. And, and my wife teases me endlessly about my poor taste in music from my teenage years as well. But thank God for your husband bringing you back to normalcy.
3: Yep.
2: Yeah, he got me. He brought me back with three dogs. And I was like, oh, I like these guys. So I kind of went from there.
0: What is the future of the Punk Lounge? Uh, what is the future of your role in the Punk Lounge?
2: The future of the Punk Lounge is just, I mean, I, I personally, I, I believe in it. So I think it's just going to keep getting bigger. We'll gain a foothold in you know, the United States and hopefully some other areas you know, it's, I, I think we really want to move towards not just music, we want to be more than just another music, easy, and we want to focus on the lifestyle, you know, and, and, and everything that's involved with punk, so, you know, fashion, beauty, you know, maybe even get into some, touch somewhat on the political side of things, but, mm-hmm. you know, just really be more than just music, because honestly, then we'd be no different than, you know, the other publications that have come out before us, you know, like there's countless music easing that there, you know, we just want to do something a little bit more than that. As for my role, I would like to continue to do exactly what I'm doing. So I like, you know, I like being Nikki's editorial assistant. I want to keep interviewing. I really enjoy doing sort of album reviews and interviews with the artists and stuff like that. So hopefully more of that, kind of stick with it and see it through this growing phase and see where it takes up.
0: I've got to interview these bands. Who who's on your list there for that?
2: Rancid for sure. I I I might cut a bitch to talk to Tim Armstrong at some point. <laughs> <You know>? Nice,
0: <laughs> that's great. I'll uh, cut a bitch too. <laughs> it's the same thing.
2: I think Cox Bar for sure. That would be you know just so I can hit everybody in that family for interviews. You know, <laughs> but yeah, hand from Evil Conduct is definitely up there. My number one.
1: That would be a great interview. It's yeah. coming back.
2: I know. I was so excited when I saw that. I, was just, I hope they come. I hope they come to
4: America.
1: Oh, that would be outstanding. I just, I'm just, i excited for new material and that they'll be playing. And even if they don't come to America, there's an opportunity out there to go see them.
4: Yeah.
1: I Maybe want... they'll
2: play with us here and we can all go see them there. There
1: you
0: that go. That would be great. I want one hour with Ken Casey. Oh, Give me an hour. Ken, I've got five questions and just let him go.
2: He is the nicest person I have ever met in my life. Like, hands down, I love Ken casey When they did that eleven short stories tour, we caught them in the uh, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: My husband, we wanted that hockey jersey for the CloudAfund. So we bought it and it came with one backstage pass. He went back, he came back out and he gave it to me and I went back. Um, because the girl that sold it to us, she's like, I just had one that was the last pass we had and she's like, I'm really sorry, I know you heard as a couple I'm like, Yeah, yeah, no problem. It's <laughs> all good. So I happened to walk back and Ken was coming out of the dressing room, and he was like, "Hey, how are you?" And I just kind of locked my filter, and I was just like, "Well, I'd be much better." If. My husband was here with me. I'm like, "But he's, you know, he's stuck out in the pit," and he's like, "Why?" And I'm like, "Well, you know, I got we bought your jersey, and it only they only had the one pass, so." You know he told me to come back he's like oh my god he's like hang on and he went and got me uh another access pass for my husband and brought. he's like go get him go get him go get him so i went back and got brian and he came back and he like shook our hands and gave him a beer and had some coffee with us and just kind of hung out we've met him a couple times after that but it was just uh he's just so like he's the nicest fucking person you'll ever meet ever is yeah.
0: the dropkick murphy's it's- just like your local band to you guys is it because they're such a big deal to, to me and, and, and to Dustin as well that, you know, they're like God status for us. But to you guys there, is it just kind of like, oh, yeah, that's our local boys. We love them.
2: Yeah. I mean, so, like, we're not originally from Boston. That's just our end. You know, that's where we're moving. Mm-hmm. And we're buying a house. <laughs> but all of our, like, anyone that we're really, really close friends with are from Boston. So, like, the Pine Killers, Bill Chalamore and, and Mark Doherty, they've... You know, Mark, especially, kind of grew up with Ken. Mm-hmm. So they, they they talk about him like he's just, it's just Ken. Or like Lenny Lashley, when we go up there, he bartends the Midway. And I am I was just blown away. I was like, oh, my God, Lenny Lashley's our bartender. And everyone's like, yeah, Lenny's a bartender. <laughs> and I'm, I'm trying to take a selfie with him in the background without him knowing. <laughs> uh uh-uh, It's like, but for everyone else. Yeah, that's it. they're just the drop kicks. This part of
0: Boston. You know, so. I was I was coaching football, uh, high school football, when I got out of the army uh, for years, and there was this coach. He has no hands. He and there's this great story about how you know he still played college football. He was a linebacker, and now he's a head coach. He has no. He was born with no hands, just nubs. I was at a coach's conference, and I ran into him, and I was so just because th- this guy was like my hero. I've read all his books and, and everything else, and I'm like fanboying right in front of him. And I'm just like, and you, it's you, and oh my gosh, what you said about this, and I teach my boys just the leadership stuff. you, And I'm just losing my mind, and he's just standing there smiling, and I'm just, you know, just all over this guy. And all of his assistant coaches are standing there, and they're just like, dude, what's the big deal? <laughs> <laughs> You know, and it's, and and I, I liken it to that, you know, it, it's hard to, it's like, you're sneaking a selfie in a bar, when you probably could just walk up and ask the guy, <laughs> but to everybody else, it's so like, oh yeah, yeah, he's the bartender.
2: For me, I mean, the whole interview process with everybody, I still, I fangirl a lot, and I try not to, my husband's like, don't act like yourself, He's like just be cool, like, <laughs>
4: don't.
2: <laughs> Just because I grew like a lot of the times I've you know grown up listening to a lot of these bands and it's just like mm-hmm. I can't believe once I actually got involved in the scene it everyone is so cool with each other everyone's just friends and it's just family and for me it's still a little bit surreal that I just you know it's hard to believe when we were in Montreal for the Montreal Live Fest Lars was playing with The Last Resort and I was just like oh my God it's, it's Lars like I can't <laughs> believe I'm in the same room and I can like take it. And I'm like five feet from him, and I could reach out and touch his jeans or whatever his <laughs> shorts. You know, I, I didn't. I wanted to, but I didn't. And then he was at the bar the night before, just kind of hanging out. Like everyone's just so cool. And so I still kind of have those moments where I'm just like, oh my god, I can't believe it. I'm I'm with these people. Like when I met the Interrupters. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> I started crying when I talked to him. <laughs>
0: oh no it was
2: so sad oh my god it was the worst but yeah so i mean i still have those moments where i'm just like i just have this freak out, and i can't like shut up He <laughs> the last at me like every time but um <laughs> yeah like i just i, I still her all
0: the time it's it's hard to not do this and i mean we're sitting here doing this like We're authorities when we're just fans. Uh, Absolutely. I think that that's something that Dustin and I, every time we have talked to somebody, they are so gracious and kind and open and willing. And they send us stuff and we're like, no, we'll pay for it. Like, they're like, no, no, you're... You're in the biz and we're like, no, we're not. We 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 don't we can't comprehend that because it has been something that's bigger than us our whole lives, right? I mean right. it's something yeah. that we've gone to uh whether it be in good times or bad. That you know, we listen to that song or or that band or whatever, we go to their concerts and we buy their stuff, and then it's like, oh yeah, you guys are you know, in it with us. No we're not. You guys are above us. And it's so hard sometimes to just, you know, walk up to Matt Noyes and hand him our business card and be like, yes, please, we'd love to interview you. Could you autograph this as well? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's yeah. like, who's this freaking putz, right? So he's going to go do an interview with Aaron instead, and you know, because we're not as professional, I guess. We've lost our professional dignity several times on this show. <laughs> yes.
2: I think I, I think I lose it every time I try to interview someone. So it's okay, we're all on the same level. Yeah. Fan first, no professional dignity. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Aaron, thanks for joining us. What are how can people find you or your articles or your photographs? Uh, what are what's all the social media and www's and all that?
2: Well, first on Facebook you can find me, Aaron Petty, and website is Aaronpetty.com pretty basic if you look for me on instagram it's sassy high hooligan with an underscore between the words if you go to the punk lounge everything i do is up on the punk and you can find us on facebook
0: and then some great photos uh uh, on AaronPetty.com. we didn't really get into to your photography but for another time uh we definitely want to share all that stuff as well thank you so much for for taking some time out to to talk with us and hope that uh, maybe we could collaborate on something in the future, or you could just, you know, make it to where we win the tickets. <laughs>
4: right, I wish I could. I
2: wish I could. <laughs> but yeah, it sounds good. We'll definitely work together in the
0: future. Thanks a lot, Aaron, for joining us. Uh, I'm looking forward to playing all this stuff that she had mentioned. Dustin, let's, let's jump into it. It. Let's jump in. One of the bands that Aaron mentioned uh, was the Pint Killers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Boston Band. They're out of Boston. Came out with the new music January 8th of this year. So it's from this year, Dustin. Yep. This song is Lights Out. It's from the album The Dirty Dozen. This is track ten. It's a very cool uh, song. I hadn't heard have you heard Pine Killers prior to? Nope, not before she mentioned it. And you know it was one of the things in the interview we talked about. Something that might be a big deal to us Because Boston's so far away To them, it's next door neighbor Right So it's like, oh my god, this new band That my buddy from Boston told me about Who, like, they hang out with Pine Killers, Lights Out, let's take a quick listen We'll come back Lights out! Lights out, Chris! Fuck yeah! What do you got, Dustin?
1: Chris, I'm gonna play a band. New music. New music.
0: Well, it came out Christmas last Christmas or the day after.
1: Right. It's new.
0: It's newish.
1: Newish. Came out uh, December 27th. This is behind the bars.
0: Dustin, you're playing bands from Singapore.
1: Uh, two from Singapore. One from Bali.
0: I don't even know where the fuck Singapore is.
1: The South Pacific. It's over by Indonesia. That's where Bali oh, is Oh
0: When I hear South Pacific I don't know I think of Hawaii Am I fucking way Much off Much further south That's like central Pacific I'm way the fuck off So uh, Singapore What language are we singing in? This is English Right on And we are Lucky for us Skinhead music from Singapore
1: Yes All of it is All skinhead bands From Singapore and Bali
0: Fuck yeah That's like I have saw that on TV once
1: That's awesome Uh, This is Young and (laughs) Reckless, Behind the Bars. It came off their Skinhead EP.
0: Right on track
1: four. Chris, that's a that's a cool band right there, man. Uh, these guys, they they can play. I, I like. it. Sounds really good. Uh, again, that's behind the bars. They're from Singapore. Chris, right on. next track I, have for you. Have we
0: played any music from Singapore, Dustin? Uh, Isn't that the country that Singapore, got Indonesia? In when we were in high school,
1: uh, I think so.
0: Fuck yeah, Dustin. <laughs> we're gonna go with. Uh, well, older I did a bunch lesson. of bands from Indonesia. Right to answer on. your question, it
1: wasn't Singapore.
0: Oh, okay, older, lesser known songs, uh, and uh, I guess this one goes in with being lesser known because it's a, a unique thing. Play it really quick.
3: I could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody, and I would be any okay? Donald J. Trump is calling for a total and complete shutdown of Muslims entering the United States. I would bomb them <laughs> down with the terrorists. You have to take out their families.
4: we're going to provoke an attack because
0: then um, we will be in power for as long as anyone can imagine. Yeah, so this is from The Hanging Judge. The Hanging Judge is a conglomeration of current and former members of the queers, antagonizers, ATL, DDC, Patriot, Adolph and the Piss Artists, and so many more. This is the election version of the song Pawns. And so... We had to play that opening part because that's like the cool part of it, right? It's, right. It's a difference it, Mix of right? the election version? Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, it was on the Hang 'Em High EP. It's track one. They released this uh, 2017, uh, June 2017. I had to hold up my fingers. <laughs> uh, but it's a cool fucking song. I like anything. It's got a dust and you love your music with a message. I do. Here you go. Here's the message about the fucking election. Uh, thanks to Erin. She's uh, the one that brought this to my attention.
1: I was already planning on playing The Hanging Judge here in uh, yeah, about a month or so. You had it planned have on a bunch of episodes. Atlanta bands
0: yeah. uh, that I'm going to play,
1: and Hanging Judge was uh, going to be one of them.
0: Fuck yeah. And uh, talking to Erin even now, uh, she has a lot going on uh, in the near future. Uh, and uh, wish her the best of luck with uh, with her photography, as well as uh, the articles you can find on the Punk Lounge Uh, That's punklounge.com. They got a whole bunch of stuff they did on, um, not Riot Fest, Rebellion Fest. (laughs) I'm I'm like, uh, which festival are we on, Dustin? Anyways, uh, on Rebellion, some great stuff there. Uh, So check it out, uh, punklounge.com. And, of course, you can check out Aaron uh, Petty.com. E-H-R-I-N-P-E-T-T-Y.com. And thanks to Aaron for bringing this one to me You knew this already You already had this all lined up uh, But it was new to me So pretty fucking cool uh, track
1: It is Hanging Judge is a good band Made up of great bands right? band, so, as I call them Right, it's a super band made up of great bands It's yeah, a good track I like Hanging Judge And the Hang em High EP Check it out I'll try to play a different track on that episode When we get there right. It'll be like a month, month and a half out chris i'm gonna play an older or lesser known track
0: wait did i hear the scratch sound that you make for yeah yeah but i (laughs) didn't make that (laughs) this
1: is the boys track is till i die and it's off their single till i die Was released October twenty second, twenty thirteen. These guys are from Adelphi, Singapore. Mm. They're on a sur- Insurgents
0: Records. Insurgents. Yes,
1: the boys are a five piece band. They play Oi music. They play uh, you know melodic street street rock Oi, and it they do uh, do it with an emphasis on everyday happenings in the world and life around them. Fuck yeah, let's
3: go. fight. from the I'm
0: I like that dude. That's fucking good. I'm fucking fired up right now. Right? That's a fun fucking song. It is. I, I like the sing along parts of it. Fuck it. They're a sharp band. Uh, sh- you know, those of you that maybe aren't big and have always seen, uh, you know, sharp uh, skinheads against racial prejudice. I remember those guys in high school. Did you have any guys like that in high school, sharp guys? We oh. had a few guys like that. Um, <laughs> and uh, they're great guys. Uh, and uh, got along with those guys really well. Um, I didn't get along with a lot of the, uh, the straight-edge guys because I was drinking. But <laughs> yeah, um, I can see that. But the sharp <laughs> guys got along with those guys, they're great guys. Um and yeah, fighting and eliminating racism in the skinhead scene also all over the world. Fucking cool song man. Lots of fun to sing along with. Let's go!
1: sharp band from singapore chris that's
0: a fucking good track dude right good choice good music you know that's uh finding something like that in singapore uh, you know definitely goes with the lesser known (laughs) you know fuck i've never listened to sat down oh fuck what's coming out of singapore
1: well they're on the other side of the world but that's, that's kind of what we're, we're into. We're into, you know, checking out music from everywhere. Yeah,
0: that's and that's the point of the podcast, right? Yep. It's one of the big, uh, you know, mission statements of what we do, right, Dustin? It, right. It, it, is we want to experience ourselves. Right. Right? It, it, kind of a selfish part of it. We'd be wanting to listen to this stuff ourselves, but also, hey, let's share it with other people and see what fucking sticks.
1: Right. And since we get nothing for this and paid nothing for this... <laughs> The only way we could justify in the to our wives <laughs> <laughs> spending as much time as we do trying, you know, finding out and listening it's, it's to new punk music the, is...
0: The, the two bands that send us a shirt, right? A year. Right. We're like, fuck, dude, we're fucking making a fortune, right? <laughs> <laughs> We've spent $50 fucking on... You've spent more than that. hell. I've spent nothing hardly on... Maybe I'll, I'll throw out an advertisement on Facebook, uh, but... You know, spending 50 bucks to get a $10 t-shirt from a band who's, you know, just gracious enough to send us one. Uh, Yeah, that's why we do this. It's not for any kind of money. It's because we just want to fucking share and we want to have stuff shared with us. So share with us what you know. Uh, Maybe you know a band that we should be listening to. Maybe they're from Singapore or Bali. Or Trans Jordan, or wherever you can find us online, www.slcpunkcast.com, and hit that submission button.
1: And the other part of the mission statement, Chris, we're bringing the local scene
0: global. That's right. We we love uh, love our local scene as well.
1: Not ours, everybody's local scene. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah but I so just, when I know. say not ours, not just ours, not just. But I wanted to fucking say how much I love the guys. Well, we love we love
1: all our scene and we love fucking, every scene. We're getting more into our scene. Hey, we are because of this yeah
0: and and uh we love our guys here in salt lake yes, and we do in the 801 i should say right because we've got a lot of guys up in ogden kicking some ass too
1: 801 and the 435
0: yeah 353 three. all right <laughs> fuck's sake all right chris Does we're gonna thin- do some great cover to cover aaron's been playing the hell out of this dude she's a big fan of the mad Caddies' uh cover album punk rock steady um i picked a couple tra- or three tracks here um, because they're ones that are familiar to me. Uh, Sorrow, Some Kind of Hate, Take Me Home, uh, track one, track eight, track 12. I went, went early, middle, late.
1: I am not familiar with Snuff, I don't think. I, also, I don't know that track, the last one.
0: Uh, Take Me Home, right. Run right on. Uh Santa Barbara, California native Mad Caddies. We've played them on the show a lot. We've played two other tracks from this from Punk Rock Steady already. This came Day the Day against me track. This year. Uh, and uh, it's gonna be one came of out my top June. ones. Came yeah. out in June. And we've and we've already covered ago. almost all of it. You know, it's up Half. it's up there for <laughs> me. Right. Well, I mean, you know, it's what like I said, you know, we we're playing stuff that Aaron picked pretty much. Right. Right? We're playing playing Aaron's picks. And I like this song. This is probably my favorite uh, uh, song uh, from. Um, I can't even think of who it is?
1: Bad Religion. Bad Religion. Why go. can't I fucking do that?
0: <laughs> Fuck, man. We playing too many bands today. Let's listen to "Sorrow" from Bad Religion, a la Mad Patties. Right, uh, yeah, Bad Religion and uh, Sorrow, Mad Caddies. It's all covers, all the fucking time. On that album, yes, it is. On this album, The Misfits, Dustin, uh, a ba- favorite band of yours. Some kind of hate, you know? A ska band? A Rather slower ska band. You've mentioned that a few times. The caddies are more on that reggae side. Um, you know, we've played a bunch of different ska bands over the last couple months, and um, there's a few that are more on this side, right? They're more on the reggae side. Yep. There's a few that are more on the punk side, right? And I think I cat-
1: gravitate more to the ones that are and more you, on the punk. And side. you do, yeah, yeah.
0: You know, you like real big fish, and and uh, those those the bands of that ilk. Of course, uh, uh, less than Jake, I think, is. Probably on the closest punk end of that. Well, fucking Rancid is really. Think right. about it. Fucking Rancid plays some ska, but they're very much on that punk side, right? For sure. Um, and so,
1: Interrupters, it's
0: right? Have definitely. Them. God damn, I love them. We'll talk more about them next uh, next episode. Anyway,
1: we have a ska band we're going to be doing an
0: interview with. That's right. Oh man, it's going to be good. We got some great ska stuff coming. Yeah. This is the Misfits, Dustin. Some kind of hate. What do you think? It's
1: hard to tell. (laughs) That that was a misfit song (laughs) You're like what the
0: hell This is is Glenn Danzig dude Glenn Danzig wrote it uh, Came out in 97
1: Speaking of Danzig Danzig's going on his 30th anniversary tour this year And I think he's stopping in Salt Lake
0: in December maybe He's like 600 years old They fucking just I think he's dead Doyle's
1: coming as well
0: Fucking Doyle looks like a fucking bodybuilder still
1: Right vegan lifestyle my friend yeah that's
0: right he does he's like uh he's like in the i watched an interview they did with doyle he like do, he's like a you know i'm not gonna call him a chef because he he doesn't call himself that right but he's a pretty good home cook right and yeah man fucking living that vegan lifestyle Fucking man, I can't do it all the way, Dustin. You know I try. <laughs> I'm I'm all about you know fucking. I'm a vegetarian. You know that. Uh, I only kill it if I uh, I only eat it if I kill it myself. Um, but um, I can't get rid of eggs, man. God, I love eggs. So I buy the eggs from the local guy that has chickens out in his yard. Okay. That way you don't so you're not need, participating. That way you the can't fucking egging. that way you can't fucking browbeat me about this shit. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you. All right, let's listen to a little bit of uh, well,
1: some, some kind misfits. of hate.
0: Some kind of hate. Yeah. Justin, the, the, uh, the band Snuff, their British punk rock band, uh, they came together in 1986. And um, they've been on a lot of different record labels, including Fat Records.
1: Snuff has, wow. Well. Yeah.
0: Um, and so uh, there's... <laughs> this just cool. And then this is Take Me Home. Piss off in parentheses it's a parenthetical note. <laughs> um this is um from sn- oh, this is from the mad, Ca- this is mad cat this mad he's doing snuff um take me home off the album tweet tweet my lovely instead of die die my darling okay you like that yeah uh, came out in 1998 Dustin, that was a fucking big year for you and me sir it was graduated fucking, high school I went straight to fucking basic training sir <laughs> uh, they're a uh, they're they're a fun band uh they've got like some uh, some comedy songs and uh, they've done Is
4: this,
3: this one of them. <laughs>
0: There's elements of a little bit of humor throughout their music.
4: Okay. But it's, yeah.
0: Check it out, man. It's a great song. Take me home, Take me home. Catties, punk rock steadies the album it came out this year like two months ago in june uh check it out there's a bunch of covers it's a fun album dustin dustin is falling asleep this is dustin's <laughs> night night music right I, here yeah
1: buddy. it is I, I could i could definitely take a nap to
0: this <laughs> fucking chill out Play, burn some incense
1: <laughs> um, all right, that's yeah. the last yawn I've got, Chris. There
0: you go, Dustin. You want to pick this uh, episode back up here from Bali?
1: Yes, we're gonna go to Bali, from Vacation
0: Land, the Vacation
1: Land. Let's go on vacation to Bali and check out the boldness.
0: I didn't know people lived there. I thought it was just a fucking big resort. <laughs>
3: oh wait s-a-t-u-r t-n-l-i nice is that the bay
0: city rollers oh fuck they sound like the bay city rollers dude <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's the stomper cover
0: wow that's fucking crazy
1: Bin this this track's called bintang boys bintang boys That guitar solo Chris, they can play their instruments.
3: All
0: right, Chris. Bing Tang Boy. Bing Tang.
1: Bing Tang Boys. Bing Tang Boys. The Stomper cover.
0: S-A-T-U-R-T-A-Y, night. I'm not bad-mouthing them.
1: <laughs> I think it's
0: great. They're playing homage to a band that clearly has influenced them. Right? Not a minute, or uh, a genre, of 77 street funk, right? Away. Right? Whoa, what's this?
1: This is football everywhere.
0: Whoa, is that proper football, Dustin? That's
1: proper football, Chris.
0: As we were asked at Punk Rock Bowling, is that poo football? Yes, it's proper football. It means it's not American football. Right. World football. Catch one of those fuckers yet? I, I think so. It's the most distracting thing in the world, watching you fucking trying to catch fucking fruit flies that have somehow invaded your basement <laughs> while, while fucking podcasting. All
1: right, we're going to go back to football everywhere. Yeah. everywhere
0: fucking on vacation all the fucking time uh
1: the boldness their album is called this way of life it's an ep uh great cover to Where cover it's only five boldness. tracks uh, they reached out you know i've been playing some indonesian bands and so i've been following and i see you know a lot of these guys all play like the same shows uh-huh. same events and this weekend they're having uh, a football event uh, I think it's called Football Is Life, something like that. That's right. And that's, that's I mean. ton of great bands, uh, all from the South Pacific area, man. A lot of these bands that were playing here and played on that previous Indonesian episode, like No Man's Land and Protester. A lot of great bands from that area. Very
0: cool logo, uh, kind of that Lonsdale T uh, print, right? Right. And um, or not Lonsdale, uh, uh, anyways. The very common print, but it's is the boldness. It's got the. Is that a lion? Yeah. And it's just Bali underneath It's fucking cool man, it's like fucking going on vacation um, <laughs> They're like, fucking we're from Bali It's not vacation everywhere uh, Yeah, the drug is football compilation There you go uh, Indonesian records That's awesome,
1: a lot of cool bands on it uh, The Boldness uh, Sent the EP It's awesome, there's five tracks Check them out Uh, This is the title track. Yeah, thanks thanks for
0: reaching out from them. You can find them on Facebook at The Boldness. Fucking check them out.
1: these oi bands from the south pacific they can play the instruments, man
0: hey man i didn't even know they fucking existed i think it's fucking cool man yeah that you know and, and hey i'm sitting here saying oh they live in paradise look i don't know nothing about where they're from i'm not gonna fucking make that assumption so i i, I hope they listen and i hope that they understand that i'm just fucking talking out my ass because i literally don't know anything of- right. dustin we're gonna move on to guilty pleasures without you going that sounds good Hey, Aaron and I were talking, and uh, she mentioned uh, Bush. And Bush was a favorite band of mine. Also, I was a 90s grunge kid. Fuck, I was disgusting.
1: Bush got overplayed for me. Oh, fuck. So Machine Head's about the only one I like listening to anymore. All the rest seem to just get played like every 15 minutes, it seemed like, man.
0: Well, it's kind of funny because, you know, uh, Aaron and I, after the interview, were kind of going back and forth uh, on Facebook Messenger uh, uh, telling each other Bush lyrics, so so uh, you know it was kind of funny, uh, and uh, you know, yeah. Hey, when this came out though, Dustin, motherfucker, was it big? Oh, sure.
1: This the uh, band was definitely big.
0: The album Sixteen Stone had probably five radio hits on it uh, itself, uh, launched uh, Bush into the fucking troposphere or whatever the fuck it came out december 94
1: did you know they were formed in london
0: formed in london england gavin what's his name rossdale gavin rossdale was wasn't he married to gwyn stefani before she started fucking the cowboy guy
1: uh something like that
0: And they both cheated on their spouses with each other fucking that marriage is fucking doomed to go great um This is a great song, uh, it, it, and what I like about grunge music lyrics, Dustin, is is they are so deep in meaning that they sound meaningless. And um, and no, no, I mean it. I, I mean that in a good way. Uh, uh, it, it's, it's nonsensical. It's actually a genre of writing. Dustin, have you ever read the original Alice in Wonderland? I have not. My children are right now. I'm making my kids read it. Uh, it came out in 1865. Right. It's actually in that nonsense literature vein. And um, so when you listen to stuff like grunge music, keep that in mind. I will do that. Nonsensical. It,
1: They're inspired by Alice in Wonderland. Let's check know, this out. that
0: type of writing. <laughs> <Nickface>. <laughs>
1: What is glycerine? You said you're not sure? Sugar.
4: Oh, sugar.
0: I don't know. It doesn't make the days go by. Here's the best part right here. It really picks up.
3: Mm, Glycerine. (laughs)
0: Yeah, glycerol, right? glycerin, glycerin, that's how we would say it, it's a okay. sweet tasting liquid and it's used in explosives,
1: okay, yeah, yeah sweet tasting right. liquid, Using explosives. you just said sugar,
0: it's sugar, it's,
1: you can't say it's sugar and then say it's a sweet tasting liquid used in explosives, I was right, If you it's <laughs> two uh, different things,
0: have you ever read The Jungle by Upton Sinclair? I have not, uh... Uh, in it, in, they talk about how they would get sausage that was from Europe, uh, that was like old and moldy and gross, and they would throw it in the hoppers, you know, these big bins, and they would chop it up, and they would add glycerin to it to make it sweet again, uh, to make it like better tasting, and they would make it into new sausages.
1: Okay. Neat. Well, that was Bush. Chris? Glycerin! Uh, the guilty pleasure pick i picked i picked kind of in the same vein of music that you picked well they're not from the south pacific i didn't have any guilty pleasures from the south pacific to choose so i just opted to go with one that's kind of similar to what you picked and i picked the screaming trees <laughs> but they're not from london but they came out around the same time, same style of music. Seattle band,
0: right?
1: Uh, yeah, Ellen, Ellensburg, Washington. So that's probably Seattle, they're, I they're, they're,
0: they're, they're with that group. How sure. How about that? Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. No, I know this shit right here. Turn this shit up. This is great music. Fuck, I need to grow my hair out. Disconnect the telephone line.
1: Chris Screaming Trees This track is all I know came it's all, out June it's all 25th I know about Came out June 25th 96 so uh just less than 2 years after your bush track came out So like I said same era the album was called Dust and this is track number 2
0: Did you have the CD? You have the CD? Do you still have it? Maybe you still have 16 stones. I did. That's fucking cool. I think I think my copy like I think my dog ate it. No joke. I bought oh, no. it, but then I never
1: had to play it because my the fucking, radio played it all the time for me. My fucking
0: brother has Nathan. If you're listening to this, I'm coming back for my fucking Bush album. I'm pretty sure he stole it, Dustin.
4: It? <laughs> fuck that guy. Mother, fuck him. <laughs>
0: love that part right there
3: though wow
0: wow, wow 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 fucking makes me feel all grungy Jesus. like i don't want to take a shower now dust <laughs> all
1: right chris that is the battle. episode that is the episode
0: thank you for joining us aaron thank you for doing the interview of uh, the twitter for these bands at behind the bars oi at hank judge atl at matt underscore caddies at the boldness bali check that out At Bush Official, you can find me at SLC Punk Chris.
1: And you can find me at Another Punk SLC. On
0: Facebook, at Pint Killers, at Behind the Bars, Oi at The Hanging Judge, at The One and Only, The Boisterous. At Mad (laughs) Caddies Official, at The Boldness, at Bush Official, at Screaming Trees Officials, you can find us at SLC Punkcast. You can find me at SLC Punk Chris. On Instagram, Dustin. They're
1: at Behind the Bars, Oi. At the Hanging Judge, ATL. At the Boys, that's B O I S. dot official. At Mad Caddies Official. At the Boldness. At Bush. At
0: SLC Punk Chris. At
1: SLC Punk
0: Cast. Thank you so much for joining us. If you're still listening, you're why we do this. We mentioned that during the episode. Why we do this, and we should probably say it more often. Dustin, right. we do this because we want to be able to share all this crazy music that we absolutely love with other people. And we want people who we've never heard of to share their music with us. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, fucking go to www.slcpunkcast.com. Hit that fucking submission button, right? Right. Thank you so much for listening. Dustin, play the fucking outro.